Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to our series of programs discussing divorce in all its aspects. This is the fourth program in the series and today we're discussing the issue of divorcing amicably. Now we know that no divorce is sweet and rarely is it an amicable um, separation and as most people would hope for. But uh, many losses are experienced when ending a relationship such as the loss of a home, security, finances, comfort, intimacy, just to name a few. So today, however, we're going to provide you with the tools to make your departure from the relationship as peaceful and as stress-free as possible, inshallah. My guest in studio today is Auntie Rueda Ali. She's a counselor at the MJC's Department of Social Development. Auntie Rueda, assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shikran so much for spending us uh, with uh, or giving us your time um, at the Voice of the Cape. Alhamdulillah. And of course, I'd like to invite you, our listener, by SMSing 47911. Three for any comments or questions that you have. And I'm your host, Mishka Dalis, taking you through this program with Santi Abida, who uh, will be taking your calls if you have any on 021-442-3530. So, Auntie Rueda, we know divorce is a time of um, great uh, pain. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of emotions are, are all over the show. It's uh, enormous changes that are taking place as well for you, for the family. Um, and I think after yesterday's program um, if you have been struggling with the subject and you've maybe been seeking counseling and you've been following the advice that maybe she has given you but you've come to this point where you've realized this marriage is can't be resolved mm-hmm. it's something that needs to end and we need to separate from our partner mm-hmm. so now you've decide this, uh, decided this so what are the feelings that people can encounter during this time of divorce okay bismillahirrahmanirrahim um, there's a, a, a lot of Every person, every marriage and every person is an individual. So whatever experiences they will be going through in the marriage and what they will be, uh, the pain, the heartache, the disbelief, the everything that they will be experiencing is going to be unique to that person. Yes. Sometimes we need to look at um, why the marriage is dissolving. Mm-hmm. Is it because... Um, of any kind of abuse? Is it because there was an extramarital affair? Is it because they just the, the couple just grew apart? So there's mm-hmm. a host of reasons why the, 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 the marriage is dissolving and the reasons why for the dissolution of the marriage, I think it's directly dependent on the emotion that will be evoked by either party. Okay. Uh, you know, so um, so that in itself that needs to be to, to be looked at. Mm. So when we think about the, the 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 emotion that the person will be feeling, it could even be relief that the per- person will be experiencing when the divorce, especially when they have been through um, a, a lot of ups and downs, as mm. I said, the abuse, the extramarital mm. affair, and actually when the talaq is issued, there's a sense of relief, a sense of grief as well because what had been mine. Being this marriage, this partner, it no longer will be. Okay. I will have to find a different way of dealing with the everyday issues in my life. Right. So what I was used to, what was comfortable, what was normal for me, that is no longer going to be. So um, with a sense of relief, there also is and could be a sense of um, a sense of hurt mm. and pain and, and the changes that will be that I am I prepared for the changes that's going to come. Yes. I'm going to so become fear si- for the future. Yes. Oh. I will I will now be a single parent. Mm. 
um, the mom or the dad will have visitation, whichever of the two will have custody of the children. Right. You know, so there's a lot of aspects of the marriage that will have to be looked into. So that definitely um, also affects your confidence um, and, and can at times maybe affect the self-esteem of the individual, depending obviously on why that separation is De- taking place. Definitely, definitely. We do find that in some marriages, I'm not saying all because there are a most, I think there's a lot of good marriages out there, mm, but mm. we do find in some marriages where the self-esteem had actually been eroded within the marital okay. relationship. So when that happens, and that is what when we, we will uh, cite that emotional abuse, verbal abuse, um, belittling, you know, all those kinds of things. When those kinds of things happen, then the self-esteem had been eroded within the marital relationship. So sometimes that person needs to be free of that marriage in order for her to be a whole person or for him, or him. Mm. to be a whole person again. Mm. Mm. So... I don't like to generalize. We do have to be, but everyone is specific. Mm. Every situation is unique, and we need to always bear that in mind. That when we do speak here, it is a generalization, and there's definitely, um, definitely situations where they, where they, it's are, different. It's different. Yeah. yeah. So of course you're welcome if you'd like to share your story with us, um, or if you've got any uh, questions for the for the program. Remember, in studio is Antiruweda Ali, who's a counsellor at the MJC's Department of Social Development. You're welcome to send them through to four seven nine one three, or you can call us also on zero two one four four two three five three zero as well, and we will take those calls uh, too. So Antiruweda, I know that we are overlapping a little bit on what we discussed in, during the the series of uh, programs we did on talak mm-hmm. and. Um, as a woman, how to also deal with your feelings mm-hmm. during the talak period. Um, but uh, for those who didn't hear, you know, that uh, specific programs, yeah. the feeling of anger, the feeling of resentment tends to come up um, in a lot of females, even for males for that Definitely. matter as Definitely. well. So how do you um, overcome that? How do you deal with those feelings? Um, I would say that um, whether it is the husband or the wife, mm. Both parties have invested in in the marriage. Mm. We've invested our energy. We've invested our time. We've invested ourselves. So basically that marriage is us. That is how we identify ourselves. So when our norm again, when our life as we've seen it, our life as what we have thought that we would... So if we felt, you know, I'm going to grow old with this person, when you see that really this marriage is slipping through my fingers and there's absolutely nothing that I can do about it, Mm, mm. we make our du'as, we have our our, our supplications that we do make, and every day a couple needs to make du'a for their togetherness, for their marriage to be strengthened, for them to have understanding with each other. It is a du'a that husband and wife should make every day and not separately i believe that they should make it together Together. Mm. at least at one point after a certain work they should sit together and they should actually consciously make dua for their togetherness for allah to keep away balas for allah to keep them united Mm. so that they can have a good understanding of each other however when it happens that um the marriage is going to end for whatever the reasons are then the acceptance of that is not always as easy as as we would like to to, to, to believe it to be. When a person comes into the office, for example, you hear all the negative things, but we know that they have lived a beautiful life as well. Those negative things are things that came into the marriage that 
impacted negatively on the marriage and then on the two people involved as well. But they've got the good memories as well. So when the marriage is now going to end in a talaq, it's going to end in a fasa, either the husband or the wife is going to want to hold on to something mm. that was dear, near and dear to mm. them. So either of the party might not be ready to let go. Okay. And in cases such as those, it's very difficult. It's the, 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 the pain, the hurt, the anger, the resentment, it then steps in. I've been a good wife to you, I've taken care of you, I've taken care of your children, I've kept your home impeccable, you know, so why would you want to? Mm. The husband might, might, might say, you know, I've been a good provider every morning without fail I went out to work for my family and now this, why can you not give me another chance? Why mm. can we not make this work? So, so feelings of, of hurt. Yes. Mm. So after pleading and begging and that is not helping, now the anger and the resentment sets in. Okay. And because I've now tried everything and really there's nothing that I can do because we know it takes two people to build a successful marriage. Very true. Yeah. Let's discuss that a bit uh, better or further on rather when we come back from the ad break, inshallah. So if you've been divorced, if you're going through a divorce, has it been an amicable divorce for you? Do you think it can be? We are discussing that as we speak. So please give us a call on double four two zero two one double four two three five three zero or SMS 47913. Welcome back to our program today as we're discussing, like we say, a series of programs on divorce and all its aspects. Today is the fourth program in the series. And if you've missed any of the previous shows, you're welcome to go to our podcast and download it from there, which is uh, vocfm.iono.fm. And you don't only need a PC, you can do it on your phone nowadays, unless you've got one of those very, very, very <laughs> old Nokias <laughs> that, they, that they're still around. But nonetheless, uh, joining me in studio is Auntie Rueda Ali, a counselor at the MJC. Department of Social Development and today we are discussing how to divorce amicably and can this be done. So Auntie Rueda, before the break we were talking about um, you know, if you, that feeling of hurt mm-hmm. and how eventually that turns into anger. Um, how can a person deal with that? Because surely it's not something that can be dealt with on their own if it's really intense feelings that you, that you are having. The anger? Mm. Mm-hmm. No, normally you know any any experience that you go through, um, the denial will be there, the pain will be there, the hurt will be there, the resentment will be there, and eventually acceptance needs to be found in mm. all of those things. Mm. When any person feels that they are stuck in any one of those um, periods that they go through, so with each, with, with, with that, there's actually like a period in which we can be in our mourning period. It's a mourning period okay. that, that we go through. Right. So in our anger, in our pain, we cannot stay stuck in there for months and months and months on end. Mm. When we get stuck in any of our uh, 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 the stages of grief, then we need, know we need help. So if the feeling of helplessness, the pain, the anger, when it's with you for longer than six months, it's going on to a year now, then you know you need to do something about okay. it. Because I, you, you need to move on. You cannot stay stuck. Okay, we've got a yeah. caller online. Uh, Nazli, assalamu alaikum. Hi, Salam Ishka. How are you? Alhamdulillah, how are you? Alhamdulillah. Oh, this is so sad. I'm sitting here. I'm age 59. I'm reflecting now <coughs> on my years. And how I had to school myself and groom myself mm. and support structures, the victimization of the community, 
and then you have the polygamy that is available to women that are single then is the adapting of the children to the stepmom and then the husband demonizes your character character because mm. he needs to market the other lady and you go through these uh, tsunamis of challenges and in all those challenges you seek that refuge in Allah you start deciding what to have for confidence you start getting involved you start nurturing your children's pain and then they are small and then oh it is it is a whirlpool of problems and I can only pray for the young women that are divorced that hasn't got the ability to where to start because they, they the starting points it's like they are everywhere and I think the compassion and the support structures and the support groups I think we need to introduce for the early divorce women. What are the strategies? How can you enrich yourself economically, financially, face the world? You've got to learn things that you've never learned. But at the end of the day, when you say, Husband Allah, when you're then Allah in his unseen hand of rizik, like Sidna Hajra, from Safa to Marwa, that zamzam of your child gushes forth. Ibrahim wasn't there, I want to say to the divorce woman. Maybe Ibrahim was not there. She ran as a single mother. She strove with Ishmael. You strive, you get up. You go to work, sweetheart. You bring the zamzam of your, your salary home. And you feed your children. Whether he gives or not gives, you walk in and out court. That is your suffer and marma. And when your child is big, you look at him and you see the zamzam of success. Alhamdulillah. Thank you as the mother. Okay, mm. Shukran, eh? Shukran so much, Auntie Nazli. Yeah. Appreciate that. And uh, valid points, obviously, raised there. It's Beautiful not analogy easy. that was made there. Very yeah. much so. <laughs> Shukran, Auntie Nazli, for that. So um, I think one thing that uh, really does cause conflict, and uh, I think uh, Auntie Nazli also kind of like alluded to that as well, is um, struggling to agree on certain things, mm-hmm. um, whether it's the finances, whether it's the children, etc. Mm-hmm. So going through the that divorce period, mm-hmm. um, especially from the MJC side, do you assist um, those couples on deciding who gets what? Um, we can give advice, advice okay. and we do have um, a contract that the couple can actually, if they want to, they can um, use our contract um, in terms of maintenance, visitation, mm. uh, division of property. They can use that. Unfortunately, it is something that we cannot always enforce mm. because um, our marriages are not um, legally accepted um, by the South African law. So um, we can, but de- uh, uh, I think, depend or we have to look at the persons, the husband and the wives there. Um, the consciousness of what is right and what is wrong. What mm. do I owe? What is her due? Mm. What mm. is his due in this marriage? What is his right according uh, where the children are concerned? Because he remains their father. You know, so don't keep the children away as a tool. Don't punish the wife uh, by not giving her her fair share financially because she didn't toe the line in something that you didn't want. So those are the kinds of issues sometimes that do arise when a couple uh, 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 gets divorced. But um, the MGC do have a, a document mm. that the party, parties can fill in and um, that will can assist them okay. in their way forward. Yeah. And to the way they're holding on to things that has happened in your marriage, mm-hmm. uh, would that be almost like holding on to something um, that uh, holding on to the memories mm-hmm. or bringing that baggage along with you into a new life? Because at the end of the day, being divorced means that you will be starting a new life, yeah. whether it's a single person or you found someone else to marry mm-hmm. afterward as well. Mm-hmm. 
um, that does happen, Mishka, and that is why counseling is so important. It is very important for the husband and the wife to understand why did this happen, how did this happen, mm-hmm. to acknowledge, you know, some of this is my fault, but you need to take some of that acknowledgement of what is, was your fault as well. Okay. So when the couple can agree, you know, and acknowledge um, this is what I did, but you also contributed to getting us to this point where we are actually on the brink of divorce, then that could settle amicably. Mm. However, they need to own their problem and they need to take responsibility for it. Because when we don't do that, that is the baggage that we then carry with us. Um, oh, he lied a lot. Mm. Or she, uh, 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 she didn't take care of me that well. So that though yeah that's the kind of baggage that you can take into your new marriage if you do not deal with it before you actually go into a new relationship uh so i've got a uh, sms here um uh auntie Rueda, and obviously auntie Rueda being a counselor of the mjc's department of social development and if you want to comment on the show or sms you're welcome to do so on 47913 or call us on 021-442-3530 um auntie Rueda, the sms says um uh, is there some way that I can get help? I need a family advocate and I can't afford to pay. I'm waiting now almost a year for assistance. I have six children and all are in the house and also the one that got married um, as well. The, uh, the father doesn't support the kids and I'm fighting for the house. I'm not sure if she means that we are both staying in one house as in the ex-husband is staying with her mm-hmm. or if she's referring to the one child that got married mm-hmm. and they staying with her. Um, yeah, well, Either way, you know that husband, if they are divorced, and that husband needs to be out of the house, unless he could be maybe in a separate entrance on the same property. Property, But sharing a house with your divorced wife, it's not a very practical thing to do, mm. because there's aura to be considered, and that man and woman are now completely haram for each other, where they, she has to cover up. Every time that when when they're in the same space, you yes. know. Um, however, the help that she needs, if it is maintenance and the husband is not uh, uh, paying maintenance, then this lady should approach the maintenance court. Okay. And if he is working, she can maybe ask them to attach a garnish order to his salary, where the employer will actually first deduct the maintenance before he actually gets his salary. Okay. So that is one thing that she could do. I don't understand the family advocate, um, what, what, what she means there. We have a family advocate's office in Cape Town and people in custody disputes, they normally access the family advocate's office. Okay. And they, the family advocate will work out with them a, parent, a parenting plan for them. Okay. What's going to be um, uh, uh, okay for the mother and the father. Mm. So it's not just a generic thing that's there for everybody. Body, they actually work out something applicable to the two people involved there. Okay. So that is normally the cases that we refer to the family advocate's office. Wonderful. Yeah. Any other SMSs, you're welcome to send them to 47913 or call us on 021-442-3530. Being tongue-tied today. So if you have been divorced or you're going through a divorce, has it been an amicable divorce for you? And do you think that divorces can be amicable? That's the question that we are dealing with today as well. Now, uh, very similar to uh, a question like that, um, are lawyers really needed when we deal with divorce? And, and we're talking here from the Islamic perspective. Um, when I think lawyers, yeah, they definitely do have the place. 
uh, especially when there's a lot of pro- property attached to either of the, the spouse's names. You know, the house mm. is on my name, but the car is mm. on your name. There's a business and another property. Then they need to, 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 to get in a third party from a legal aspect to, to, to sort that out. Okay. Because that is not something that we can enforce again at the MJC. We can give them the directive, but oh. are they going to follow whatever directive is given to them? They, I think most people will prefer to do it in a court of law outside of our offices. Okay, yeah. makes sense, makes sense indeed. So 47913, if you any, got any questions or comments as well, Antiroeda? Yeah, I would just want to say, we're speaking about an amicable uh, uh, divorce, Talak. I do want to say that it does exist out there. And in our offices, we've had many of those, you know, mm. with a couple basically just grown estra- estranged from each other. And um, they actually wish the best for each other. Uh, not that there's any third parties involved um, from, I mean, what they, uh, uh, um, what they tell us in the office or whatever it is that they disclose in the office to us. There's no third parties involved, but they have just um, grown apart mm. and they would want their partners to be happy. Mm. So amicably and by mutual consent, this couple have agreed actually to, for the husband to, get to, to issue a talaq. Mm. Mm. And it happens and they very Gladly they, 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 they part their ways. He allows her to stay in the house. He will take care of the children as he took care of them throughout the marriage. So there's very little that changes for the children. Okay. But the parents will no longer be living together. together. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I just want to say that the amicable divorce, amicable divorce, it really is out there and it is a reality and it can be a reality. But so also the divorces with all the resentment and the pain and the anger and all the that negative. Goes with it. Yeah, that goes with it. Well, Auntie Rueda, I, I wish that, you know, if we if we look and follow the Dean of Islam, that we won't be sitting with programs like this to true, do. So, true, um, yeah. so uh, unfortunately, there are challenges that our couples are facing. One of them just came through now. It says, my husband is refusing to attend counseling with me. We are still married and he insists that I should leave the house because it is his house. So what should I do in this circumstance? That is very difficult. That is very difficult because where does she go to? Mm. You know, does the parents, are there still parents that's alive, that's able to take care of her? Mm. And then also, as I said, the both of them invested in this marriage. Mm. So whether she worked out there and she contributed financially or whether she did not do that, she took care of the household. His clothes was clean every day when he came yeah. in. There was a cooked pot of food on the table, clean bedding, clean everything. His children were well taken care of. So in that case, he owes it to her to see to her needs that she is actually comfortable or that she is okay and not just turn her out because I'm sure on the street is not where he found this woman. Mm -mm. So um, he needs to be able to take care of her because she is the mother of his children as well, Mm. to take care of her to the best of his ability, what he can do financially and otherwise. Mm. But it would be... I don't know the full story, but in, from what I just hear, it would be unfair of that husband to just say, okay, because this is, you want this, so you leave. Mm. Yeah. Would, would Auntie Rueda, though, advise her that if she does want to go for counseling, that she still goes, even if the husband doesn't want to attend? She needs to strengthen herself, whatever it is that she's facing or, or, or what the couple is facing. She needs to fortify herself. She needs to know, you know, why is this happening? And also know that she cannot control whatever it is that he's saying, what he's feeling, what he's not doing. She cannot control and force him to do things that he does, doesn't want. 
want to do. Mm. So maybe with her trying to understand herself better and yeah. trying to understand maybe the situation or her side of the situation, trying to understand that better, it will put her in a better frame of mind, maybe to deal with issues that that's still that to come. Yeah. Excellent. When we come back from the break, we're going to discuss um, the conflict that's between husband and wife or ex-husband and wife and how that affects the children. So 47913 is the SMS line. Welcome back to our program as we're discussing a series of programs on divorce in all its aspects. And today being the fourth program in the series, we're discussing can we divorce amicably? And like Antiruweda says, it does happen. It's not something that is like a no-no at all. But uh, reality is also that there are people who cannot divorce amicably and uh, they experience many conflict within um, the relationship that has just ended. And that's what we're discussing. And we want you to please participate into our program by SMSing 47913 or call us on 021-442-3530. So, Auntie Rueda, the very big question that I think when we have our lawyers in studios, especially the family um, lawyers, is the question on custody mm-hmm. and the conflict that arises after a divorce has gone through and how the children get, at times, the raw end of the, of the deal mm-hmm. from it all. So, how do we then... Um, or, or do we sometimes, as um, a couple that's about to divorce, transfer that conflict onto the children, even without thinking? Yes, children are very, very perceptive, really. And even though we might try to hide things from them, and we would try want to put our best foot forward and shield them from certain things, they pick up the nuances of what happens in the house, the atmosphere, the tone of the voices. Those are the things that children do pick up on. Mm. So yes, they ask that we do transfer our feelings, we do transfer onto the children. And sometimes, unfortunately, children are in the horrible position of being in the middle of being the pawn between mom and dad. Okay. And that is obviously not good for a child for for a child's self esteem and for his development. Because what we want ideally is what is going to be in the best interest of that child. child. Mm. Mm. You know, so if the best interest of the child is being with, with mom then dad need to be able to agree, you know, that mom is the nurturer, she is the caregiver, uh, the, the lap of the mother is the first madrasa of the child. So allow her to be that. But then we also find that the dad can play that role as well. Yes. So the couple need to, uh, 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 to, to, to maybe come to an understanding of what will be in the best interest of that child mm. and how can, we inf- how, how, how can we carry out that without bringing our personal vendettas in, in, into that Do and making children actually math and sorry. making children uh, uh, choose forced to choose between yeah uh, uh, can I speak good of mom when I'm with dad or can I speak good of dad when I'm with mom because of the animosity between them yeah putting them in the yeah, middle in the middle of it is it sometimes that we use the children as revenge um, you, we're wanting to get back and hurt the father or hurt the mother if we take the kids away. And we don't look at it constructively mm-hmm. like Auntie Rueda mm-hmm. has just put it now. It had happened already, and I'm sure it does happen. I cannot give you percentages of, of how often, you know, <laughs> yeah, but in yeah. my office, yes, I have dealt with that. Where they, they do become, sometimes they become spiteful. Um, if they know that the, mo- the father and the, ch- and, the and, and the children there's a close bond there because he was a father that used to sit with the homework mm. and he used to see his children every day mm. and so now um, 
sometimes moms can find, but you know we're going here, or we go, I'm, I'm taking them out, or it's their bedtime, and you cannot see them after that time, knowing that the father only gets home at a certain so time. Mm. So it, 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 unfortunately, it does happen with mm. the best and the worst of us. We cannot say it happens in a certain social, uh, 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 economic group only, but it happens actually across the board. Uh-huh. Whether you have money, whether you don't have money, whether you're living in Bishop's Court or Bishop's Labors, it happens most of the time and a lot of the time okay yeah now that's a, a topic on its own which we will be dealing with closer you know as we as the series progresses as well um and to the waiter the next question received my husband is refusing oh sorry i've got that one down um it says yeah i'm in desperate need of counseling and help had a divorce a fasach, and now i'm in a marriage i'm the first wife and there is a second wife the major they are major problems the daughters are rebelling the sons just want to be out of the house the kids are blaming me for not wanting to leave their father uh, needs ad- uh, advice on what to do. I'm very confused and feel helpless at the moment. Too much advice coming from family and friends. Then I think this auntie really does need counselling and, and, and answering, any, answering any of those questions on the radio, no, I don't think it's going to do justice because she really needs to sit face to face with somebody and dissect really what is happening in her life and the, as you know I mean, I want to say that the MGC, we do have professional counsellors and with any aspect of that uh, problem that she's sitting with, she will be um, helped at at, at the office, inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, Just a comment coming through here. Truthful and beautiful words spoken by the auntie. May Allah make it easy for all women who are facing these challenges in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. so auntie Rueda Ali is uh, our guest in studio, a counsellor at the MJC's Department of Social Development. And we welcome you to SMS us in the last two minutes of the show on 47913 with any questions or comments that you may have. So, Auntie Rueda, looking at how important moving forward is it to distance ourselves from the relationship that we have had? And I think that's the important part. It happened already. Um, so now we're speaking about the person that we've divorced. Yes, yes. And moving there needs, on from there. Need, there needs to be a distance. Really, they need, because what happens... After a divorce, there's, there's, there's going to be contact between um, that man and woman when they share children. Mm. So now either the man or the woman gets married again. Mm. And that wife or husband can be so threatened by the ex. And exes is a real, real, real problem oh, yes. when it comes to my office there. Mm. Because the ex-wife wants to do this and the ex-husband still wants to do that. So there needs to be a clear, clear cut boundary. Not penciled in that you can erase, but actually drawn in with a permanent black cookie. Okay. And that is a boundary and a border that, that it cannot be crossed mm. there mm. with ex-husbands and ex-wives and current wives and current husbands because it causes great conflict within the new marriage. Right. And uh, where the children are concerned, therefore the, 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 the couple need to sort out visitation, they need to sort out maintenance before they actually divorce, before a talaq is given, before the fasakh is granted. It needs to be sorted out because the exes can cause havoc in new marriages. Mm. And sometimes ex don't always stay ex, you know. Uh, the, 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 especially when, when the parents-in-law, they st- you, you still have to take sometimes the children to see the grands and to see the grandfathers. Right. And some husbands or wives are even uh, threatened by the relationship 
that the wife have with the ex-in-laws. Right. So yes, the ex it it it, it creates havoc in many many marriages. Sure, that is different. Is it something that you've got to deal like, if I can put it as crass as saying, it's now a business relationship between the two. If you want to come and see the kids, you're going to make an appointment and we're going to diarize it or something like that. Does it have to be that specific? It depends on the individuals again. You know, okay. if, if you, we have also found that the ex-husband and the current husband can actually become, I wouldn't say friends, but they accept each other. Um, he can accept that she's moved on. The current husband can accept that he is the children of, of uh, the father of the children. So there's a, a, a relationship that develops there. But most times what we do find is that we need to keep it separate. Um, as you said, do I make an appointment or don't I make or, mm. or whatever? Mm. Normally it is every second weekend. It's normally put out there already. So the father knows exactly when it is his time to collect the children or if the father had custody and it's the mother that has visitation, she knows that, that this weekend and that weekend, that's my mm. my mm. weekends. Yeah. Um, also a, a question coming through or a comment coming through. Uh, if we can please clarify um, children of the opposite sex that they can live with the, the husband so in other words, daughters living with the with the father, her, her biological father, yes, yes, and yes. and vice versa yeah. as well. That is yes. allowed. Yes. So we shouldn't be stopping uh, that kind of um, no. thing from happening. No, no, no. Another ECME saying, I just want to know if a woman left her house leaving the kids with the dad because she couldn't take the mental and verbal abuse. Uh, for the sake of the kids, the husband wants to take the kids away from the mom, and he wants to exclude her from getting anything in the house including finances he's about to get married again and he's selling the house and moving away with the kids is it okay for her to get a lawyer to see uh, for her needs and for her kids needs um whatever the history and the background of that case is i don't know but what i would want to say is that mother she has a right to have access to her children she have a right to see her children it is unfair and it is cruel for any person to keep a mother away from her children mm. so is she going to need help in order to have access to her children most definitely she needs to seek that help yes okay perfect any last advice that you have Antirueda, on this topic of divorcing amicably um i would want to say that there's no person who gets married in order to become divorced oh no and a marriage, it's going to be a struggle mm. because it's two, two very different individuals from different backgrounds that need to build one successful marriage. Right. And when we want to find common ground for our marriages, we need to really fertilize our, our, our ground, our soil with respect and trust and communication and cooperation and commitment. And Allah consciousness and forgiveness and all those beautiful things. So in order for us to not go down the path of a talaq in the first place, we need to concentrate on ourselves, on our marriages and ask ourselves, what is it that I need from this marriage? What is it that I want from this marriage? Right. And if you have found that answer, then you can... Ask yourself this, you can ask yourself the question, okay, fine, what is it that I am prepared to give then to my partner in this marriage? Right. And when two people can amicably 
Acknowledge, you know, this is you. I accept you for who you are, warts and all. I'm not going to change you. I propose to you, it's a choice I made. Mm. You accepted that proposal, it is a choice that you made. So now let us live an Allah conscious life and live the life that we are meant to live with each other. You know, in Allah's obedience. And when we have that, inshallah, then there's a lot of things that will fall into place. There's a lot of things that we will be able to overlook. There's a lot of things that we will be able to concede. I don't always have to be right. Mm. I don't always have to be in control. It is okay for me to let go sometimes and allow myself to be weak. You know, and allow myself to be taken care of. It's not always all about control. And Allah created the, 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 the man and women, woman, Allah created them differently with different strengths and, 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 and different demeanors. And if we embrace that difference, inshallah, then we should be able to amicably live with each other, inshallah. Mm. I mean, shukran also to Auntie Nazima from the Strand who sent in the lovely message. I really appreciate it. Uh, we'll be passing that on to Auntie Rueda. So Auntie Rueda, it's been a, a great show. Alhamdulillah, the, uh, the time has unfortunately run out with us, but uh, shukran for your time. Afwan. And uh, also, if anybody would like to get in contact with the MJC and make an appointment with you, what is the contact number there? Uh, the contact number is uh, 021-684-405. Yes. Okay. 021-684-405. Yeah. Inshallah. Inshallah. Jazakallah. Shukran so much, Auntie Rueda, uh, for your time. And uh, next week, inshallah, Sheikh Fadili Mandan is in studio and we're discussing the financial implications of uh, uh, a divorce and how that's going to affect you, especially as a woman as well, because that's the one thing we always Definitely. worry about too. Inshallah. So, until the next time, assalamu alaikum to you and shukran to the team behind the scenes. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah.